Time to get your dose of more fuzz with Mr. Weirdbeard and the More Fuzz Podcast. Hi Fuzzers and a very warm welcome to episode 99 of the More Fuzz Podcast and the very first edition of the Fuzzy Forum. Yes, we have a new format for you this week and I'll be integrating this into the schedule every third episode from now on. On each forum, I'll be joined by other members of the More Fuzz team to discuss the heavy scene and play you some of our favourite tracks. My name is Bob, aka Mr Weirdbeard, and I'm delighted to welcome to the first Fuzzy Forum, Mr Fuzz himself, Tom Gee, and a long-standing member of the team, Hector, alias Mr Heavyhead. Hello Bob, nice to be here. Hi Tom Gee. Hi, Hector. Hello, Hector. Hi, how are you guys? How's everything? All good, all good. Keeping well. Thanks for having us here. It's a nice, really nice addition to your podcast, I guess. Thank this you. New Thank forum. you. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the invitation. You're welcome. You're welcome. Right. <laughs> I think the best place to start is to go to Tongi and how did Morphos start? What was the inspiration for you starting Morphos? Um, so, uh, in the beginning, it started as a, as a school project. In fact, uh, well, I've been I've been mostly uh, before starting uh, Morphos. I was more into seventies uh, rock and not really much into stoner rock. But uh, a guy from the school showed me Chaos, and I got into it really much and then for the school I needed to do uh, I was studying uh, multimedia computer stuff and I needed to do a website so I, I said to myself why not do something I just I just uh, discovered a new music genre I'm loving stoner rock desert rock psychedelic a whole world was opening in front of me and uh, so why not do a website to talk about my discoveries this was how it started. So it started as a newsletter only. So I was sending uh, one review per day. And then you know the story, you guys came in and it grew, it grew bigger and bigger. So yes, that's how it started. And Hector, how, how did you get involved and what, what got you into heavy music in the first place? Well, I got into heavy music probably in the early 90s. Um, I think I'm one of the older members of the Morphos team. <laughs> yeah. So in, in, in those years, I was very much into, into Black Sabbath, uh, you know, the classic stuff. Um, and that's what, that was like the, the, the way I started to, to hear some, some heavy stuff. Uh, I'm also a metalhead, as, uh, as you're going to see with my song selections. Yeah. Um, and then, um, probably, uh, I was here, living here in Mexico, and I got uh, looking at things in, in, in the web. I found about Morphos. I don't remember if, if it was a Facebook page or if it was a previous blog that you have. Uh, I remember uh, uh, reading about early, early reviews of the, of the, of the, of the, of the, of the blog. I think the Polish, the Polish war bands or something like that. Uh, and I don't, I, I remember the uh, beginning. Uh -huh. Yeah, I remember uh -huh. a, a, an Aussie band 
it, it was like a jamming. I don't. It's instrumental band. I don't remember. The 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 cover are like very psychedelic with with some beautiful colors. They released a new album uh, a, a few days ago. I don't remember their name. Um, and 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 that was like a, you know looking for some heaviness, uh, some heavy bands. Uh, Morphos was like a a, a good uh, place to get informed and 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 get get able to consume new music. And and then I remember I contact Tongi through email, maybe it, I think it was five years ago or something. And I I, I asked him if he was interested interested in having me in the team to write some reviews. Uh, I was especially focused on, on the Mexican and Latin American scene in those days. But yeah, that was it. Yeah, and I'm so glad you joined, Hector. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I have, uh, I, I am not that productive these days, but always try to to add something to the to the team and to the blog. Well, for me, I, I was quite a late comer to the heavy scene, really. I, I remember, I'm probably older than you, actually, Hector. I was born in 1970. 1970? 1970, yeah. Okay, I'm 78. Oh, well, there you go, see? So you're not the oldest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't look but, that older. <laughs> but I remember, um, you know, as a school kid, I was, I was aware of heavy music, but it was all sort of mainstream stuff, you know, like Iron Maiden, ACDC, Motorhead, things like that. And I, I liked it, but... I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was particularly into it, not really into it. And then, sort of in the 90s, I mean, other than Nirvana, grunge scene passed me by. I wasn't even aware of the desert scene and Stone and Rock or anything like that. I was into other things, um, like uh, the Manchester bands, indie bands, like um, Oasis, Stone Roses, bands like that. Happy Mondays. And my first sort of web, the light, the light bulb moment for me was um, I went to see Fu Manchu in 2007. And that's was, a nice start. That's yeah, a nice start in the was, world. And they were supported by truck fighters. So it's even better. Truck fighters, Fu Manchu. And um, it was like, wow, you know, this is. Yeah, you must have been blown away at this concert. Like, yeah. <laughs> Where have these guys, how have I not known about these guys, sort of thing. So that was the start for me when I started to look into this scene. And then the same as you, Hector, really. Um, I was following different blogs and Facebook pages and things, and I found more fuzz. And then, um, I think it's same, about 2015, uh, Tongi was looking for reviewers. He posted something on Facebook asking for people. And I got in touch and um, ended up doing some reviews. And then as far as the podcast, I, I enjoyed doing reviews, but I started to struggle to be creative more than anything. Really. I felt like I was repeating myself a lot and that I was really struggling to, I felt, make it interesting. So I was listening to podcasts like um, Electric Beard of Doom, Into the Void, Obey the Riff, things like that. And I thought, 
why not give that a go? Let the music do the talking. I just do yeah. same little bits, but let the music ex- sort of explain itself, really. So the podcast started in August 2016, and we're still going strong. So nearly up to episode 100. Yes, so, that's uh, awesome. And they are doing a great job with the with the well, podcast. Thank you. That's very kind. I, I really enjoy doing it. I enjoy the whole process. You know, obviously listen to loads and loads of music. It goes out every two weeks, so it gives me a bit of time to get each show ready and things like that. So, yeah, love it. Really love it. Yeah, that's nice. And you even started uh, including some interviews now. I saw the. Yeah. I heard the last the last one. I don't know which. Episode it was really, but it was in the last ones with. Uh... Yeah, that's nice. I think it was episode ninety-five. Yeah, with Sylvie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, with Sylvie. With Sylvie. Yeah, I mean, it's something I'd, I'd said in the past. I don't know if you remember Tongi. I said, "Oh no, I don't do. I won't do interviews. I'm not confident and <laughs> didn't want to do it." But it's something I think might look into further because I think it adds something different to the podcast. It's not just me droning on like I am now and uh, <laughs> just and, and doing things like this it's nice to like speak to other guys about you know their musical interests and yeah and we are all yeah, I mean this one the fuzzy forum uh, it's good because we are all scattered uh, around the globe and yeah like for for us for you listeners you're only listening but right now we are seeing each other by video <laughs> because we are doing this by video and this is nice to see yeah. each other also yeah. so that's nice yeah so, yes yes <laughs> so right um for the listeners to explain how the how the program will work i asked Tongi and hector to pick uh three tracks each and as well as myself and then we're going to play like the regular podcast, uh, a set of three tracks at a time. So these first three are from bands that around the time when we first got into the heavy scene. So, and up first is Tom D. So if you'd like to talk about your first track. Yes. So my first uh, track uh, is uh, from Sasquatch, um, the band from Los Angeles, one of my very favorite band of Stoner rock, like it's Dragonfly. This track is how I started my journey, really, just by searching on YouTube. You know, you go you go down the rabbit hole of YouTube <laughs> and you search and you search and you search, yeah. and, you end up on some, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you end up yeah, and you end up finding amazing songs or sometimes shitty songs, but this one um, will. This one struck struck to me, Dragonfly, uh, by Sasquatch, and actually it is a, a little anecdote about it. I I met the guys; they were playing in my hometown in Nantes, and I told them, "Hey guys, I love you so much. I love the Dragonfly. Uh, Dragonfly is my favorite song. It's what got me into stoner rock." And they told me, "Dragonfly?" And no, in fact, it's. It's the name, the real name of this track is Roller, but um, the label who uh, published it in the beginning, Smallstone Records, they messed up the order on the cover. So the real name is Roller, 
but everyone knows it as Dragonfly. If you search it on YouTube, if you search it everywhere, it's Dragonfly. So the guys told me, no, it's not this. But yeah, that's a, that's wow. a funny thing. There you go. <laughs> what great insight. Nice anecdote about this track. Let's hear it. Right, and Hector, on to your first track. Please. Okay, so I was, as I, I was told you before, uh, I was very much into Black Sabbath in the early 90s, but I was a, a metalhead and I was very much into the extreme side of, of things, dead metal and, and, and trash metal, that kind of thing. And in the early the 2000s, and maybe I think it was 2005 or something like that, uh, I was looking for something different and looking at blogs in those days uh, uh, I, I got into doom metal and what you can call now traditional doom metal and the, the, the bands from United States and especially the Maryland scene were a very strong and big influence in the, in the movement no? so I, I was starting listening to Iron Man the uh, Obsessed, uh, uh, Saint Virus, and that kind of bands. And then I got into this this band called Revelation. It's the one that we're going to hear. Uh, a song from their first official album. And I say official because they had an album that went, it went didn't publish. They, they didn't publish it at the time. But it's Salvation Answer, uh, the song, and it's the title for from their album. It's a very strong, uh, song, you know, it, it got all it got all the hooks uh, from traditional doom metal, heavy riff, melancholic, uh, chunky rhythm section. <laughs> the, the one thing that I that it appeals to me from Revelation as they also also have like a kind of kind of progress vibe, something related to Rush maybe in some of their their uh, their songs. So yeah, it's a very good one song for me. It was like the, the, the gate that opened everything to me or for me in the heavy music scene. And, and there you got it. Cool, very cool. Um, well, it's no surprise what my first track is really. As I just mentioned, um, my light bulb moment with Fu Manchu. So I decided to go with the title track of their 1999 album, I believe. Yep, 1999, yeah. a classic King of the Road, um, which I still, even though it's 13 years ago, I vividly remember him playing at the gig and just the whole place went mental. I mean, I'd never heard the song, I didn't even know what it was, but everybody else did, and it was just, it took you along and he was just, you know, bouncing up and down, banging your head, and it was just like, wow, this is great. So my choice is King of the Road.
Hi, this is Jack from Elephant Tree, and you're listening to the More Fuzz podcast.
Okay, so those three songs in plain order were Dragonfly by Sasquatch, uh, Salvation's Answer by Revelation, and King of the Road by Fu Manchu. So now we're going to our second selections, and this time first up is me. So um, I've gone for a new track. Uh, it's by an instrumental power trio from Russia called The Restoned. Um, they just released a song called Sea Monk, and it's a single from their forthcoming new album, Thunders of the Deep, which is due out in November via Clostridium Records. And really good bands, these guys are amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, if yeah. people don't know them, I would say for fans of Earthless, Mother Engine, would you agree with that, Tommy? Yeah, yeah, well, what they do is. It's really, uh, it's not something usual. I mean, yes, it's sometimes it can be psychedelic. Sometimes yeah. the doom influences. Some can. It's really intricate, but it's an interesting sound. And everything is around. I guess the uh, the guitar, the guitarist, uh, which is doing a lot of work himself, uh, Ilya Lipkin, I think. Yeah, this guy is so so productive and so crazy about. Creating these songs. <laughs> I mean, and this this new song, um, it, it just reminded me of Earthless because it's a real like up tempo sort, of, real sort of banger. Basically, I can't think of a better way to describe it. Really, it's really like really sort of groove. So I, I know instrumental music is some people don't like it, but personally, I think I've listened to more and more each year. I think I, I really like instrumental music. You can sort of interpret it how you like, really. You know, the artists give you a bit of a backdrop with like the song titles and the album artwork and stuff like that. But you, you can let your mind sort of just go. Do you guys listen to a lot of instrumental music, or do you prefer yeah. lyrics? Yeah, no, I prefer. I think I prefer lyrics, but uh, but I also uh, listen to instrumental music. And this one, Restone, is a very good one. I, I, I didn't didn't click me. I, I didn't see uh, clearly that reference to Earthless. No. Maybe maybe no. it's uh, I found it less psychedelic or less jamming band like like Earthless is. Uh, but, but but I understand the reference when when you say it's more up tempo and, mm. and, and 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 more into that kind of vibe. But I really enjoy it and and and. I'm, I'm not a fan of them. I'm not much familiar with all their discography, but I really enjoy this one. And I think that their their last or the previous album, like from two years ago or something like that, it was a really good one. And yeah. Okay, so up next is Tongi. Your second choice, please. Yes, so my second choice is uh, from the just recently released album from Moses K, The Operator. The track is called The Operator and the album is called Cyberfunk. Um, yeah, this band, I, I've been following this band for quite a while with their first album and they are doing some kind of 
ton of roguish stuff in the beginning, and now they are evolving into incorporating more funky styles. I would say more catchy, more uh, more popish. I don't like to yeah. say the word popish because people, when they, they hear popish, they directly ah, oh, it's pop. No, it's shit. Well, <laughs> yes, it's. It is, it is, that's a little bit more catchy and maybe less metal, you know? But, I mean, I like it, it's really uh, a, a tempo also, and uh, this song also has, like, they, they remind me a bit also of uh, uh, Rage Against the Machine with the yeah. big fat, big fat riffs uh, they do, and they incorporate some, now in this album, some weird uh, uh, synth, uh, uh, keyboards inside, yes. Uh, so yes, it, it's an interesting album, and I'm I'm happy the the way they go with the evolution. Yeah, yeah. I've got to say, when I listened to, it, I was quite surprised because I hadn't heard of these guys. I'll be honest, and um, I thought, wow, it's not what I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. <laughs> it, like <laughs> I say, it was it was quite dancey, and it's you know it's. I enjoyed it, it's really cool. Yeah, it was interesting because I wasn't expecting something like that either. But the first thing that came to my mind, like Tongi say, was the Ray Against the Machine reference. Maybe less me metal and more funky style. But then mm -hmm. I hear, I hear, I heard some, uh, I think, uh, female voices. I don't know if, if they have a female singer uh, with the band. It's not, it's not. It's not a guy. It, it recalls me to Bjork. I don't know why. But oh, yeah. it was like a, 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 a mix of Ray Against the Machine and, and Bjork. Uh, and, and that kind of experimental pop music. And, and yes, it's, maybe it's not pop the, 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 the right label, but it's more accessible maybe than the previous work. But yeah, it was a really, a really good one song. Uh, you say about vocals, it's strange how different people hear different things. I heard Jack White from, from like Raconteur's <laughs> kind of day. Just that, the delivery, the sort of... Could be, yes, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, each of, that's the beauty of music. <laughs> we, we all have uh, our own interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A good one, by sure. Sure, sure. And as we're talking about vocals, I think everyone's going to enjoy the vocals on Hector's second choice. Yeah, King Witch. And as you say, Laura Donnelly is one of the strongest and powerful vocalists you can hear right now in the scene. Yes. Uh, they are a Scottish band uh, and they play Maybe they, they lean more into the heavy metal side of things, but with uh, doom uh, elements. It's not it's not really epic doom, like Candlemas and Crypt Sermon or something like that. It's more heavy heavy metal with doom influences, and these guys uh, hit the ball out of the park, like you say in baseball, with this new album. I think it's one of the strongest uh, and and from my side of, of things, I'm sure I'm sure it's going to be one of my favorite albums of of 2020. It's a powerful song, a, a long one. I think it's one of the longest of their of their new album, and I really enjoy it. I think I think it's a really great one of Rock and Stone. It's called, and hope you guys like it too. 
This is Matt Pike from High on Fire, and you're listening to the More Fuzz Podcast.
Okay, welcome back. And those three tracks in plain order were The Restoned with Sea Monk, and then you heard The Operator by Mother's Cake, and finally Of Rock and Stone by King Witch. And we're moving on to our third selections, and up first this time is Hector. Yeah, uh, right now we're going to listen to a Chilean band. It's called Poema Arcanus. It's a, a band that is more into the Dead Doom uh, style. They are from the late 90s. This is a song from their new album. It was released a couple of, of weeks ago. Um, it's, a, it's an album that was released through the Indian label Transcending Obscurity Records. They are doing a hell of a job uh, bringing some, some really good music to the scene. And as, as you did an interview with them, right? No, not with Poem Arcanos. No, no, no but uh, with ah, the with label. Yeah, yes, I did a, there is a, a, an interview on the blog. Yeah, <laughs> I, I interviewed um, uh, Kunal, is the label owner, and it was a really good thing. And also, we did a giveaway with them, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so, so the, if you are being following my 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 list of best albums of the year uh, uh, maybe you know that i'm a dead doom kind of guy i love the stream side of of of, of, of <laughs> the doom and the heavy scene uh, I, in the mm -hmm. early 90s i was very much into paradise lost uh, what they what is called now the peace belong holy trinity no paradise lost my dying bride anathema and that kind of band is one of my cup of tea so this band clicked me the first time I listened to them. Uh, I, I found about them recently, I didn't know them. And when I hear this track, uh, uh, like all these good things I, that I love from the Dead Doom uh, movement came, came to my mind and I really, really, really enjoy it. It's not their longest track. Uh, it's one of the, uh, maybe not the slowest one too, but it's a really good one with heavy, heavy riff and heavy vocals. And I think you guys, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Okay, my third selection is, I don't know how you pronounce I'm going Laser Dracul. They're a, a sludge metal trio from Sweden. And their new album, Hag Ridden, was released this week uh, on Majestic Mountain Records. And the track I've chosen is Mother Midnight, which is the album closer. Um, well, like I said, it's sludge metal. Um, the band that springs to mind for me was Dope Lord. I don't know, have you listened to it, Hector? Which one? Have you listened to this track? Yeah, it's a very yeah. good one. I, I, it reminded me of Dope Lord, you know, the Polish band. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Well, I, I didn't uh, catch that reference. <laughs> you are going to laugh about it. We have with different me, ears. That we've got different ears. <laughs> when I hear it, when I hear it, I I I, uh, I was thinking about Rob Zombie. I don't know why. There's some oh, right, yeah. vocal style that reminds me of Rob Zombie, yeah. especially their the his his first album. He, I, I don't remember the one with House, uh, the Dragula. I, I, I can't remember the name of that album, but I, 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 I don't know. That was my first reference when I hear it. Maybe more lean into the 
heavy heavy rock uh, stuff yeah but the vocals definitely uh, uh, I, i remember I, i think in in rob zombie when i first hear it but i understand the reference about the blur too yeah i did uh, more so don't lose the last album i think it, it was just that more it's not so, so much doom it is more yeah. metal yeah it's, it's 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 yeah i don't know that's that's what i thought yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's that's the that, that's the album with the car inside the 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 the, the floor I think or something. No, the Dub Lord one. No, that was Monolord. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. Mo, you are talking about Dub Lord, yeah, the Polish band. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. I was confusing them with Monolord. Monolord are the Swedish one, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Dub Lord. Yeah, yeah. I hear it. I hear uh, the reference. <laughs> and. Last but certainly not least, Tongi, you get the play out song. Your third choice, please. Yes, for my final song selection, I from a band from Iceland called Volcanova. Um, I think it is the yes, it is the debut album, and the song I selected is called Super Duper One. <laughs> Uh, this band, uh, well, if you look at the the cover, you don't really think these guys are coming from Iceland, to be honest, no, with a, with a, <laughs> a surf or riding a, a skull riding a wave. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yes, it's funny these guys coming from such a cold country or creating such a. Uh, a beat and a very ah uh, how uh, how could i say I, it's aggressive a bit uh, it's a stoner rock it's a very it's not joyful I, i don't know how to say it like it's really uh, with a lot of energy that's that's what i mean the, these guys have a lot of energy to to give out and well maybe it's because they are so cold that they need to to <laughs> get, get it out and uh, push it uh, so hard but uh, yes i love this track especially it's really nice and the whole album i put it when i need a, a burst of energy i compare them like to uh, this is the same kind of album i would put when i want to put the shrine for example uh, like uh, something uh, with a lot of energy and which uh, is pumps me up <laughs> yeah it, it was a good one Uh, it, it got me. It was a surprise for me too. When I when I look at the cover the first time, I was very much thinking about like a jamming band, Grateful Dead. The the the, mm -hmm. the, the cover is very Grateful Dead-ish, if you can say that. Uh, and no, it's not. It's a very heavy heavy rock song with a strong and a lots of energy. And all one thing that I really enjoy from the song is that it has. A lot of cowbell. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We can always have more cowbell. Yeah. I'm into that. that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's a mystery to me too uh, how these bands from Scandinavia and all Nordic uh, countries like Norway, Finland, and that can create this kind of desert gritty music, right? Uh, you have Orango in Norway, now you have this band from Finland, 
all the stoner and desert scene in, in Sweden, like how they do that. No? For, for me, mm -hmm. it's, those it's are the countries. Those are the countries of of of, of black metal or yeah. something like that. No? Perhaps it, it, perhaps it's just escapism. Like, yeah. it's, mm -hmm. like, like you say, you know, it's dark for six months of the year. I don't know if that's an exaggeration yeah. or not, but perhaps for now, just escapism, and it's like Tom we said, you know, just to have a good time and drink beer, yeah. and dance I, I, I think around. I asked, <laughs> I asked also to, to some Swedish guy uh, about this, and they told me also they have a very good. Um, uh, well, they promote culture a lot, and like uh, I think, like for in, in Sweden, for example, you can have access uh, easily to rehearsal space, for example. Yeah. So it pushes them to be be creative. So that's well, we know how the how the northern uh, European countries are so much in advance in some stuff. Uh, so yes, I, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's correct. One one part of the equation, maybe. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of youth centers when when the guys and the, the, the people can have a space for rehearsal and create. And it's something very particular from Swedish. But uh, we would uh, the next uh, for the next fuzzy forum, uh, Bob, uh, where when you invite uh, Dan, which yep. is uh, from who is from Norway? Sorry, uh, no, I guess yes. Uh, you can ask him the question. <laughs> okay, yeah, I will definitely, <laughs> definitely. Time was 
You're listening to Mr. Weirdbeard's More Fuzz Podcast. Those last three tracks in plain order were Poema Arcanus, 
with Kingdom of Ruins, Laser Dracul with Mother Midnight, and Volcanova with Super Duper Van. And that wraps up the music for the very first Fuzzy Forum. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. And I'd just like to say thanks very much to Tongi and Hector. Hope you guys enjoyed it too. Thank you for having us, Bob. That was a great, yeah. great thanks, time Bob. with you guys. Thanks for having us in the in the in the podcast in the in the show, and and hope the the people that listens to it uh, enjoys our song selection, the vari- variety of it, of them. Thanks again. Awesome. Thanks, guys. <laughs>